Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Storytelling Lab, where we break down how to get to the heart of your story and the hearts of your audience to leave the greatest impact possible. And now here's your host, a filmmaker and competitive storyteller, Rain Bennett. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Storytelling Lab, where we help you break down the art and science of storytelling. This podcast is a Six Second Stories production. Six Second Stories is a video marketing agency that tells heartfelt stories to help you maximize your impact and inspire action in minimal time. Check out more about what we do at SixSecondStories.com. Hello, all my compelling storytellers out there. Today's episode of the Storytelling Lab is a special episode from our Health and Happiness Storytelling Series. Today's story is another story from our Financial Health and Happiness Storytelling Night. And our storyteller is Lauren Erickson, but I should say that's what I know her as or knew her as for a long time. But in full transparency, I must say that her real name is Lauren Erickson Bennett. See, my brother married Lauren Erickson of Erickson Advisors, and Lauren is a certified financial planner, so it's nice to have that in my family, and I didn't have to look too far to find someone when I was curating the series and finding good storytelling about financial health. However, I didn't just choose her because she was a phone call away and she was my sister-in-law. I chose her because of the work that she does specifically. She works with a lot of women's groups and underprivileged people who don't typically have the knowledge, education, or representation in the financial space. And so it was really what she stood for that made me want to hear her story. Now, when she told it, she told a story that was really powerful and and pertinent, I think, to a lot of people, myself included, and it was about how family influences financial decisions and financial strategies, right? 
And I, I kind of look at that in three parts. So one way you can look at how family affects your financial strategy or knowledge is, is, is how your parents were, the previous generation. Was this something that we talked about growing up? In my family, not really. You know, my mom and dad didn't really know much about, you know, saving or the stock market, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We were poor growing up. Um, and and th- it's, it's, it's a generational thing. You know, if I don't have that knowledge, it's, it's really hard for me to gain that if that wasn't something that was a fabric of our family growing up. So that's one level of how it can affect it. And Lauren talked about how her dad had many ups and downs in his, uh, in his financial uh, journey that kind of ended up falling onto Lauren's shoulders. That's another thing that we can talk about with our uh, parents' generation in regards to finances. Secondly, your relationships and who you're with. My wife and I are talking a lot these days about our finances and how we're going to save and how we're going to, uh, you know, prepare for Bellamy's future and our future. And this is something that a lot of people don't really talk about as much as they should because it's a, it's a little difficult, right? So, uh, for, I've always been single uh, and and didn't really share my financial information with a lot of people. So it's a work, it's something to work on to have to be very transparent and share our goals and share our debt and all that with, uh, with our partners. And so it's crucial to have that communication. And that's another place where family can, can make financial planning a little bit difficult. And then finally, you know, family is just, uh, it's sticky, you know, you, you care about these people. So often you might find yourself either asking for money from family or bar or lending money to family members because you somewhat feel obligated to take care of them. And sometimes it makes uh, those relationships a little strained if the money doesn't get paid back or if it's too much and you don't feel comfortable doing it. It's, it's tough. And so the takeaway is communication is everything and it's it's hard to navigate finances with family it's harder because this is something you want to be objective about and family's not objective so lauren tells a great personal story about how her dad and her family influenced her approach and view of finances and from a personal perspective yes she's a financial planner but it's a lot different when it's uh it's at it's in your own home so uh, I think you guys will will really dig this, and I really think that it's going to relate to a lot of people because we all know that family can make finances challenging. So here is Lauren Erickson. I hope you guys love it. Check it out. So when Rain asked me to do this, um, I, of course, said yes, but um, it it was sort of a challenge for me to come up with what story to go after. So I'm also a CFP. I don't have all of Keith's letters after his name because he's super smart. <laughs> I'm a CFP um, and part of a family firm. My mother started it back in the 80s. So, um, but we come at everything from a very holistic place. We also manage the investments and insurance and all that boring stuff. But um, the in terms of storytelling and bringing that into a financial health um, sort of plot line, I thought, well, I could do women in the industry as 
Keith pointed out, we are few and far between. Um, I could do family business something. I could do kind of impact investing that we're associated with, all different kinds of things that come from a very personal place but manifest themselves in what we do in the community and with our clients. But the one that kept coming up, which I really didn't want to talk about because I talk about it all the time, um, and anybody who knows me has heard it before, but it kept coming up because of the health aspect of everything um, that's going on with this series. So my father is the main subject of that and the relationship with my father, but it brings in mental health and physical health and financial health, which is where we come at it for today. But um, he, my parents, I work with my mother, uh, but my father, mother and father divorced when I was a kid, and he was a parent, not the parent. Anybody who has divorced parents knows that there is one that is the parent, the bad guy, the one that's keeping you on track, whatever. And then there's the hopefully at least fun one. Um, but he wasn't financially um, responsible for us or anything like that. He was where we went to go play. And he, you know, made good money. He was in wine sales, so people are always buying booze. Um, and he did pretty well for himself. And everything's going along swimmingly um, until go back to maybe 2011, I'll say. My husband and I, Rain's brother, got married in 2011. And it was about a year after that that, that the proverbial shit started to hit the fan. So he had always been a drinker, but I didn't realize to what extent he was a drinker. <laughs> and he always was loosey-goosey with everything. You know, he's the person with five TVs in the house and they're all on and every light is on 24 hours a day. Don't talk to him about recycling. That means you have to think about what trash can. Like it just, he doesn't do any of the things that are really important to me. And this will tie back to financial aspects, not just pain in the butt aspects. But um, <clears throat> so he went through a second divorce that was a disaster. Um, and he, he had a lot of health problems. So I was having to go up to Kentucky and take care of him. And it was just a nightmare, nightmare after nightmare. And I won't go on and on. I could talk for two days about the drama there. But it all fell on me. So I'm the older sister. I have a younger sister who is more helps out more with the health piece of it, but at that time she wasn't, um, she was too young. So, um, so I think he has really poor health and oh poor dad and I, you know, I need to step up and be the um, elder child and be responsible. And oh, by the way, I work in this world where I know and I have to help my clients frequently navigate this kind of chaos. And so when I really got into it, um, his drinking was incredibly worse than I ever thought. And the, all the health problems that were coming up were not health problems. They were drinking problems manifesting themselves as health problems. And the reason we know that is because he's completely sober now. He's the healthiest he's ever been. So that brings in the health piece. But that a lot of that came from this um, mental instability that he had. So I start to take over a little bit of what's going on and, and focusing on keeping his house in Kentucky so he could sell it appropriately, not just walk away from it, keeping him in his house here. Um, and it's sort of, it's still on the top of, it's like still okay. You know, he's still kind of working, whatever. And this is a man who was making probably $350,000. 
um, in the height of his day. And then it starts to get worse, a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. And the next big kind of piece point, pivot point or whatever, is that he got in a DUI a, a accident. He hit somebody. So he got a DUI. And when we went into the house, so you can imagine that there is challenges. We're not, we're not really talking. We're not interacting in any kind of real way. And um, once I realized how bad the drinking was, I got mad. I got mad because now it was all coming back on me. So when the accident happened, thankfully no one was severely hurt. Everybody was okay. The car was totaled, but whatever. Um, I didn't go to the hospital to see him. I didn't. I just I let him do his thing, right? But I did go. He was. They forced him to stay there for a while, and then it was determined that he to get. He was starting to have dementia because of this. So to get him into a semblance of what life would be called <laughs> from this very tragic place, we put him into a medically induced coma at Duke for two weeks because he would have died if he tried to sober up without that. So while he was there, so he had the accident and he didn't come home again for after and then there was rehab, um, physical rehab, so it was about a month. My sister and I went into the house that I hadn't really been in for a really long time, and it was disgusting. Everything was turned off. Like, I didn't know his electricity was cut off. He had not been paying his bills. He had not been working. He'd been telling us he's working, but he's taking out different loans and different loans and different loans. So, and using the credit cards and, and, and just living off of, I mean, he just wasn't eating. He was just drinking. I mean, it's it like, it's very tragic, but the financial piece of it is that I realized in that moment that um, aside from being so angry, so guilt-ridden, so sad, so upset about the whole situation, I was really frustrated with myself because this is what I do for a living. I help people, yes, we do investments and all the boring stuff, but what I really do, much like what Keith was talking about, is we sit with families and business partnerships and couples and all different kinds of partnerships and help people navigate the really hard discussion that finance can bring up. Even if you're talking about basic paying the mortgage and paying the car and all the things that we all have to do, everything with money, everything is associated with emotion. There's an emotion, and it's a different for you to you to you to you. I don't care. No, I, I could. Somebody tried to argue that point to me. I could go on forever. So I was really frustrated that I was in a place where I let this happen in my family when this is not only my profession but my mother's profession. And um, when I say my dad had nothing at that point, um, thank goodness I make a decent income because all of my resources got rerouted to him to keep him literally off the streets or in my house. And he's a little bananas, so I couldn't have him living with me. <laughs> so there, there is a challenge there uh, aside from all the other things. So, um, so I did what I know to do best at work, and I went into work mode. And this is where we help all of you, if you all come, is that I say, okay, we're going to make checklists and we're going to get all the data and we'll sift through it and we'll come up with a timeline and structure and organize and get that put together so that you just baby step your way out of this problem and in from a negative into a positive. There's always, there is always the capacity for that movement when it comes to this financial 
structure, restructuring, whatever. I never believe that everything is all lost. So I went into that mode, and I literally did not really engage with my father, and I let my sister do most of that um, and take over the doctor's appointments. She's a scientific smarty pants. She reads medical journals for fun, so I let her do that. Um, but I was his uh, financial power of attorney, his medical power of attorney. Um, I also you know, all the bills. So because I was power of attorney, my name started to get attached to things. And then I had to fight my own credit. They were done wrong. And so I ended up, I ended up paying off about $70,000 worth of his debt. I ended up keeping him in his current house. Um, we sold the one in Kentucky. That was, um, thank you very much, in 2009. So we had to come to the table with $85,000. So, um, and meanwhile, my husband, who, as we mentioned, has a catering company, and that just sucks money all the time. <laughs> so it's not like there's, you know, we're just like super wealthy people. It was doing the things, the slow and steady, calm, keep your eye on the prize thing that I have to do for clients. So we made it through. We're all okay. We have boundaries. My dad now knows how to text. Um, Instacart is a lovely service. They will deliver groceries to your crazy dad. Um, Uber will drive him around. Um, you know, we have all these wonderful things that do cost a little bit, but what they save in my mental well-being, priceless. Um, but I think the, the reason that this story kept coming up is because it obviously was... Um, a lot for me and thankfully I do own my own business so I could I mean there were times I was gone for an entire week practically navigating a lot of this and if you are going to a job you might not be able to do that so I also beg all of you if you're around people who have family things going on empathize um, it is a real struggle and people will come out the other side but um, I think that the the real reason that I wanted to tell this story here is because if I had and done what I preach to clients to be proactive and have the family meeting, have the sit down when you can feel that things are starting to be a thing. You can feel it start. I knew that there was a thing going on, right? Um, and it's going to be uncomfortable. Bring in professionals if you need it. We're like half mediators, half financial advisors, whatever. Um, bring in a, another family member if they're somebody that'll help. If you're literally in a business partnership, hire a, their true mediators, somebody, because the brick wall is down there somewhere and shit only rolls downhill. And it will hit that at some point. And so you need to be ready for whatever, even if it's a little tiny problem, like you lose your job. Or um, do you have enough to sustain your basic lifestyle for six months? That's, you know, if you don't, there could be, you know, it can snowball into these bigger things. And so hopefully it's not as tragic as getting your crazy dad out of a bunch of debt when you're really mad at him. But um, I think that the, 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 the marriage of financial health, mental health, physical health, all the pillars of health, come together, and unfortunately, whether we like it or not, um, the quote is accurate because money does not buy you happiness, but it sure helps, and it can hurt really bad when you don't have it and you're trying to navigate a lot of things, especially if you don't have the professional knowledge to do some of the things that I had to go through. Um, so 
I guess always be prepared, all those kinds of things. Cash savings helps. <laughs> Don't ever spend all those kinds of things. But um, be, make it be okay to have even if little tiny conversations, little tiny pieces of that um, when you start to see someone failing. I think it happens more often when the parent becomes the child. Um, and participate, don't let it say, don't say it'll be okay, because you may never have a relationship at all after that. So um, that's my story on financial health. <laughs> My name is Rain Bennett. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. If you're already a subscriber and you're enjoying the show, give us a review and let us know the value that you've gotten from it. We love to hear from our listeners and learn about the benefits that they're getting from the show. That's what fuels us and that's what fuels the show. And if you've already subscribed and you've already reviewed it and you think there's someone else that would benefit from listening to this show, please please share it with them. The more we grow, the more we can help you grow, and that's what we're here to do. Join us next time on the Storytelling Lab. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.